All right, welcome to the DevCast, episode 21. How are we doing? Good, I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Theaters are shutting down, and I am so happy. You what? Huh? (laughs) What'd you say? I said theaters are shutting down, and I'm so happy. I'm not going to talk about theaters again. We just talked about that in my other video. Go subscribe to Mr. Cinematic on YouTube. Damn, shameless plug, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're... You are the other host of this podcast, so I guess you can't plug your shit. Hey, I promote the podcast on my channel, true. so... True, that's true. Yeah, man, I mean, what is it? We just came back from eating a fuck ton of good seafood. Yes. We finished watching Prometheus, great movie. It's a good and movie. And then finished recording a video for your channel, and now here we are. Podcast, right next mm-hmm. to the fish tank, like always. Yes. I don't know, man. Shit's still weird, but I feel like the world's starting to slow down now. You think it's starting to slow down? Yeah. You know why? In a good way or a bad way? I'm not going to say because I get a lot of shit. Actually, I am going to say because, you know, Cali people finally got what they wanted. They got Biden in as president. So now everybody's like, all right, back to normal. I said this earlier in the car. Honestly, and I don't I know there's good people out there that are liberal or conservative, but fuck the liberal party and fuck the conservative party. I'm a fucking gray Jedi. <laughs> like I'm in between. I'm just minding my own business. I'm going down my own path. This shit's so stupid how obsessed people are with politics. And it's good to have your own opinions, but the fact that people are just like, okay, if I don't get what I want, let's shut down the whole state. In fact, let's make people lose their jobs. Let's have a bunch of homeless people on the street in California, have needles everywhere. Let's just run this shit down and make it where people are miserable. That way we can get what we want. And there's just so many wealthy people that are in power, and it pisses me off because so many of them are just assholes. Yeah. That have opinions, yeah. and they think they can just control everything. Well, that's what they got. I mean, money talks. No, I know. I'm saying I hate the system, and yeah. everybody does, and what I'm saying isn't going to change anything. I'm just, of course, I don't know everything. Yeah. Maybe, like, I'm just saying words out of my ass, but. I mean, it's gotten so bad to the point that Washington like, fuck it. Let's decriminalize everything. Hmm? Washington State. So fuck it. It got it so Oregon. bad and decriminalized all drugs. I thought it was Oregon. Was it Oregon? Yeah. Oh, then Oregon. Yeah. Oregon said fuck it. And I'm like... 2020 hey, wrapped up in a nut, dude. But we talked about that in the last podcast, how it's actually a good thing to decriminalize all, not yeah. legalize No, all. no, no, no. Decriminalize it. But still, things got so bad, Oregon was like, fuck it. Let's just decriminalize shit. And then things worked out like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, drugs are the problem, or drugs are not the problem? It's people. I'm not condoning drugs, guys. It's a joke. I have to say that for my, for legal reasons. You know, it's really weird how, in the beginning, whenever people started getting cell phones and social media, whenever social media was just booming, like in the beginning, everybody saw this as like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Everyone gets to share their opinions. And now everybody just thinks they're God and that their opinion is the right opinion. And then people form groups 
And you see, it made sense back in like what, like 2008 when people were like, Team Edward, Team Jacob. Now people are like, okay, Bo. Team Communism. Bo. <laughs> and I'm up. like, all right. We really I, did go from Team Jacob and Team Edward to Team Con- <laughs> We really did do good. Because that's, that's how it is. I mean, I remember... Remember the troll memes? Remember the drawn cartoon memes that we were all laugh at? Mm-hmm. Mr. Lonely, Derp, all those memes. And now, we're just talking about, look, Chris Pratt. We want to kill Chris Pratt. Are people saying and replace him with Jack Black? First of all, those are two completely different people. They're both funny, but Chris Pratt is someone that's in Jurassic Park and Guardians of the Galaxy and all these big action movies. He's also in Parks and Rec, which is fucking amazing. And Jack Black is in Jumanji and all Jack Black movies. Yeah, he's in just comedy. Don't forget Nacho Libre, legendary movie. Nacho Libre is a legendary movie. But it's stupid because people are like, I want to cancel Chris Pratt because, well, he's a straight white male Christian that hunts and goes to a church. Butchers his own food. People were after him for that for a while, but now people are like, oh, he, uh, he goes to a church that doesn't like gay people. Um, that's most churches. 95% of churches are like that. If you did not know, not so, just Christian churches, Catholic churches, Christian churches, Muslim churches, almost when they're, when they're every, not churches, but you know what we're talking about. Almost every religious place is against gay marriage. And I'm not saying that's necessarily right. I'm just saying that's how it is. And the amount of people that go to church aren't terrible people, and they might not even agree with that. That's just how it is. That's just the church they go to. Like, you could go to a restaurant that might have a certain policy that you might disagree with, but are you going to say, like, okay, I'm not going to eat here because it's something small? Well, like, if exactly I went to a restaurant, just don't go to the restaurant and find somewhere else to eat. If I went to a restaurant that said... You can't wear flip-flops or something like that. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck this restaurant. I'm going to put on shoes and go eat at a restaurant. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a actor. I forgot where. I need to look this up right now. There's a restaurant. There's a restaurant where they don't allow men. They don't allow men? Yeah. They don't allow men in their restaurant. Which, I'm like, come again? Well... Do they just serve lettuce and tomatoes? Bro. Bro. Was that sexist? Bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let you roll with that one. That's on you. I didn't say it. I mean, this is I your podcast too. You can say what you want. I said that because I was thinking of the episode of SpongeBob where he gives those girls uh, a plate of just lettuce and tomatoes. It wasn't sexist. It was just SpongeBob. SpongeBob's the sexist. I don't know. Let me see. I'm yeah, man, it's it. everything's just stupid right now, and I say that a lot, but things just go downhill. Yeah. I don't know. Everything's closing. Not everything, but a lot of things have shut down, and now everything, like you said, 
before everything's kind of becoming like wally where people are becoming lazier exactly things are getting delivered to you more me personally i think uber eats and doordash is great and all but i've had so many orders messed up from those yeah um i'm telling you bro we're gonna end up in chairs that feed us through tubes like in the hospital we're gonna watch a movie and have a robot hand jack us off all at the same time like that sounds dope but i'd rather get an undercover blowjob at a theater than in a chair by a robot i'm just saying you know what i'm saying yeah like bring the towel bring the blankie we all know the trick you know what i'm saying back in like high school and shit i don't know what you're talking about hey bro what the fuck you were doing bro come on now no nah. you see it in movies i've you seen that shit in movies it? but i've never done that mm. i'm a good christian Mm. So you're racist. <laughs> no, you're not racist. You're homophobic because you're a Christian, huh? No. What I'm trying to say is, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, but uh, I heard hell of an intro. There's been some. It's hmm? a hell of an intro. So oh far. yeah. There's been some people that have been getting mad about the whole Elliot Page thing. Oh Ellen, yeah. Ellen Page becoming Elliot Page. I heard about that, and this was my reaction. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the next thing on the internet. Yeah. I'm, thing is, I'm I'm like, cool. That's you want to be Elliot Page. That's cool. And then people, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, at I, I, I'm not saying like when is so, when the last time you heard of Ellie Page? Ellen Page. Yeah. When's the last time you heard anything about her? Nothing. Okay. I watched her and the Umbrella Academy, and she's good in that show. But that's, that's about it. That's the only thing that I know about her today. That's about it, right? What happens when actors don't get the spotlight after a long time? I'm not saying she's doing it just for fame, but the way she went about it was kind of like, hey, attention on me, please. A lot of celebrities love attention these days. I mean, it's cool if she, re- or if he, if I'm going, you know, if I'm being what? politically correct he good for him if he thinks that's what he is but i smell bullshit if that that's just me i'm not saying it's fake but the way it went about they went about it i'm like like yeah cool you're transgender but like no one gives a fuck dude like we're in the middle of a pandemic a lot of shit's going on the last thing people care about is you being transgender i'm sorry that's just me though yeah, and the thing is, is like, if it were anything else, if it was her saying like, oh, I just adopted a zebra, something really random. Imagine if that's what she said. People would probably have your same reaction like, dude, that's cool and all, but... No one cares. No one cares. We have a pandemic. But if it's something like saying, like, you're coming out or something like that, people are like, you have to respect them. No. Nah. And nah. I don't know. If- hey. Everyone is really entitled today, and the thing is, is that our generation is completely cool with you being whoever the fuck you want to be. That's kind of where where we've come to, and I think that's a, an amazing thing. You should be able to be whoever you want to be, and it's like regardless of whether or not you agree or disagree, just let people be yeah. who they want. But at the same um, time, don't expect people to follow through with what you're doing. Yeah. Like, and not everybody's going to agree with you. All, all of the sensitivity that we have these days comes from social media and the internet. It no, comes... It comes before that. 
It comes way before that. I'm talking participation trophies. That's where we went wrong. Participation <laughs> trophies, okay? We didn't teach these kids how much it sucks to be a loser. Hey. And now we're celebrating being a loser. I'm not saying transgenders are being a loser. I'm just saying people be sensitive when they don't get what they want. They're like, eh. Now, I remember when I was a kid, I got a participation trophy, and I was like, I don't like this. I felt I like, like a bitch. Yeah. Like, you're pitting me, bro. But then I did Taekwondo, and I beat someone in a tournament and got a gold medal, and I was like, all right. I earned this shit. This is big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? I was probably, like, in fourth grade or bro, something. Fourth grade, I got big dick energy, bro. Like, beat somebody in Taekwondo. <laughs> That's funny, bro. But... Yeah, yeah it's no i think the internet is a big reason because we've gone down this path of censorship and recently congress called out uh i think twitter facebook for censoring things um youtube is now putting out warnings if you make a risky video as far as comedy goes so now they're uh, issuing out warnings if you make an edgy video we need an entirely different system not that allows the not, thing is the second the thing is the first amendment doesn't accommodate social media and streaming services then we need things to be it needs to be accommodated to them yeah because if, if it's true freedom of speech you should be able to say whatever you want and support whatever you want good or bad because that's freedom of speech and expression so if twitter youtube and Instagram are all U.S.-founded companies, and their headquarters are in the U.S., then they have to abide by... They should they should abide by U.S. law, right? Just like any other country with TikTok, it's formerly a Chinese government... Or not Chinese government, but it's a Chinese... I'd say Chinese government because I believe it was made by the Chinese government. But it is a Chinese platform, so they have to accommodate... The Chinese laws and rules and regulations. TikTok, or not TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube are U.S. home and grown, right? Yeah. Raised in the USA, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So they have to support and abide, or they should abide by our rules and regulations. And one of our rules and regulations is freedom of speech and expression. So if I want to be like, yo, dill pickles. If you don't like built or dill pickles, you're a bitch. I should be able to say that and not get, you know, yeah. blocked off of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't know. You it's, see, i It's weird because, again, I know people can be assholes and they can just target somebody and keep targeting and targeting them. But, like, bro, you have a block button. You, you know, see, like, my way of thinking... You have unfollow, I've, you know? I've kind of like growing up I didn't have somebody to tell me like hey this part of social media is bad it'll make you think this way this this and this I didn't have that and neither did you because our parents the older generations didn't no grow experience. up with that yeah. so we had to teach ourselves a little bit and what I've you know what I've come to find out is that a lot of it's just bullshit and as soon as you get rid of all of that and you limit yourself to just your own thoughts. I I feel like you're a little more at peace. And I've I've gotten that. Like 
I keep up with the news, but I don't try to like look at what other people are saying. Sometimes I'll look at comments on YouTube videos, like, but it won't be for anything like controversial or political. I'm just tired of everything. I'm tired of all the people that are getting really sensitive, and that's been an issue for probably the past six or seven years. I don't know when it started when people started getting really sensitive, and it also. I feel like a lot of it originates from California, but it also originates from like places like Austin, Texas. It originates from places that are very... And most importantly, <sighs> I think the heart of it all comes from fucking Dallas. Dallas? Yes. Why is that? Why is that? It's fucking Dallas, bro. Name one good thing that come out of Dallas. Oil. <laughs> no. Not including oil. I would say the Cowboys, but nah. <laughs> yeah, how's that Thanksgiving going? <laughs> yeah. But how the fuck do y'all lose to the Washington? They don't have a fucking mascot, bro. They have numbers on their helmet. They don't have a fucking logo. And you lose to them? Oh, yeah. So Alex Smith is a fucking cyborg and you lose to people him? People have become so pc to the point where they're like, um, your football team is a little insensitive. And I get that they should have changed that a long time ago. But to have it at the point where like, okay, our season's about to start. Um, yeah, we don't have a name anymore or a logo. Why couldn't they just say starting next year? After this season plays out, we're changing our name and our logo. Yeah. Just let this season run through with the logo and the name that they have, and then change it. But they're like, no, we're uh, the Washington football team now. We're basically like a high school football team, because they do suck. But Hey, man, they beat the hey, Cowboys, I can so say, they don't suck that bad. Well, the Cowboys are ass, so... Yeah, I can yeah. say that other teams suck, because my team sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Poor Texans. At least we got rid of O'Brien. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Now we need that other bill. We need that other white me. We need that Belichick. He might. He might come Bro, to Houston. If Bill Belichick comes to the Texans, I'm going to be so happy. I could see it happening. Imagine Belichick with Watson. Mm-hmm. The things he can do with that boy. Hey, oh, man. yeah. Deshaun Watson, if you're listening, please pull some strings over there. Because I know you got a lot of influence. Send some happens. bitches to Belichick's house, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Why does Watson be like, uh huh, Bill Belichick, and then he go to New England? Oh. Nah, he signed nah. a new deal. We good. We have him for a while. But. I could see Belichick being like, all right, maybe it's the team that I need to switch up because that would be cool if he could be like, all right, Brady's trying to prove that he works with a different team. I'm going to do the same. But if he can't do it with New England, what makes you think he can do it on another team? Maybe it's maybe Brady. Maybe was he the needs answer. an entirely different team. Maybe Brady was the answer. Brady was. But what if Watson's the new answer? Well, no, Watson's I mean, still I, really people good. People always ask, you know, who's better, Watson or Mahomes? What happened if Watson would have went to Kansas City? I think Watson would have done really well. I think he would have done well, if not better. Yeah. Because as good as Mahomes is, Watson make plays happen out of thin air. He does. Like he's really hard to take down. He just makes something happen. Mahomes is really good at playing the ball and utilizing what's given to him. But I feel like Watson's more of a playmaker in terms of thinking on his feet and making things happen like as they go. The thing no disrespect to Mahomes. He's great. He's one of the best I've 
I've watched, right? Awesome. Can't wait to see where his career goes. But I think that Watson would have done as better, if not a little bit better in Kansas City. Possibly. Actually, most likely. But I mean, think about it. The success he's had in Houston has been with the shit coach. Yeah, and the thing is, is that even when our offensive line is doing terrible, he's still able to, like... Make plays happen. Yeah. So, and that that really tells you something. He's able to work with a shitty team. But I'd prefer to see him work with a really good team. And I know he said he doesn't want to leave the Texans uh, unless he, like, wins a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And we'll see if that happens with the Texans. It'll happen at some point. I know it, but... if, If it is to happen, it starts with Watson. I think so. Bottom line. JJ might leave after the next season. And I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Pittsburgh with his brothers. That's what I'm saying. I, if he does, I wouldn't be mad. I would cheer on the Steelers because I want JJ to win a Super Bowl. As, he, a true, he deserves pet, one. as a true fan, everything this man has done for the team and for the city of Houston, all I can really wish upon him is success. If he does go to another team, I hope he goes and wins a, a ring. He you know, a lot, of, a lot of Texans fans would actually be rooting for the Steelers because uh-huh. they'd be like, all right, I want to see JJ Watt make I mean, it. Not just that, it's the Steelers. Like, how can you not like the Steelers? Like they're they're one of those teams where people are like, hmm, Baltimore or Pittsburgh. Yeah, I want Pittsburgh. It's so weird. I have zero hate toward the Patriots anymore. That used to, I used to hate that team with an absolute passion. Mm-hmm. I was always like, fuck the Patriots. I hated them as much as I hated Disney and Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know why I dislike him. I've mentioned that before, but. It's just become a, a household name. It's just like, a meme. It's just a meme now for me. But, and Disney, I don't even hate as much anymore. You just like, man, fuck you. But like, nah. I just miss the movies, man. I know. It's it's changing me into a different person when I don't like that was that was my routine and it was something to go do. That's that's the crazy thing is now we're at the point where there's just nothing to go out and do. There's stuff to do. It's there's just, well, there's stuff to do, but you go to it. And you go anywhere, and it's it's not the same. Everything's dead. It doesn't feel the same with the masks on. And I know, like, at least we're getting to go places because of the masks. But masks don't do anything. You know what I miss? This is gonna sound weird, but I miss like when I meet somebody. I miss shaking hands. If that's if I know that sounds a little weird, but like. That human interaction, I kind of miss that. Where you're like, you meet someone new, you're like, hey, nice to meet you. Like when I when I uh, went to go interview for a new job, I didn't shake the the manager's hand. I did elbow bumps. It's so weird. It's weird. Like I'm used to like just shaking someone's hand and just it's having the way, that mutual respect. It's the way you're supposed to meet somebody, huh? It's the way you're supposed to meet somebody. Exactly. It's the way we've been raised and everything. It's it's also even, a form of like respect too. Well, even with family, you can't hug family like you like you used to hugs and kisses and what you can't do that. It's all elbows and fist bumps and like that's still cool, but it's not the same. If people realize that you can recover from this thing easily, and that nothing's really gonna stop it from spreading, if anything, we're delaying the spread more and more. And plus, there's vaccines coming out. We'll see if those help. But I mean, what I'm trying to say is that. I just think everything that we've been doing, it's kind of been a waste. And I think we've destroyed a lot of things for no reason. It goes on the same 
it's the same knowledge as with babies, right? People are now starting to not sterilize their bottles when they bottle feed their babies because that builds up their immune system. Mm -hmm. They need to be exposed to build up that immune system. Like with germaphobes, germaphobes get sick really easily because they don't have that built up immune system. They're always cleaning and they're not allowing their bodies to build up that immunity to a lot of bacteria and developing those strong white blood cells to attack and kill whatever is entering their bodies, right? The reason why most European countries like Italy are completely fine now is because the majority of the country got infected. Yes, a lot of people died, but a lot of people got infected and survived. And building up that immunity, they don't have those problems anymore. People got it, stayed at home, quarantined, and once everybody was good, everybody was good. There's no problems anymore over there. But there's still regulations and making sure things are going safe. Of course, not all cases are going to be abolished, but it's not as bad as they used to be. Yeah. The same concept. Whether and it's a cold or fever or flu, we have a flu vaccine, yes, but what do they do with the flu vaccine? Well, the thing is, our country is so divided by these fucking conservatives and liberals to the point where as soon as COVID started, people are like, this is a chance to disagree again. Let's fucking shut down these places and say we won't reopen until we get the president that we want. It was a fucking stupid thing that people were doing, and it's so obvious whenever you sit, like, the fact that they said we're going to wait until after the election, like, really? You're going to deny people their jobs because of the election? Go fuck yourself, seriously. I'm I'm speaking from the heart here. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I say this with all of my heart. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's so stupid. The fact that people are so obsessed with politics. Like I've said, it's, it's annoying. And... The thing is, politicians are like celebrities. No, they are. I know. And they, it's when the moment where they lose their spotlight, they have to do something to get it back. I think if people, like I said, they, if people just let this thing spread more, like I get that it would have overwhelmed hospitals a little bit, but I think things would have been a lot better. But a I lot mean, of people had, these days are just, they're lazy, so they don't want to go out. Some mm -hmm. people loved quarantine. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I thought it was cool for a little bit. I was like, all right, yeah. I'm just going to relax. I was getting, like, paid to stay home. I didn't mind it for a bit. And then I was like, all right, this is... Yeah. this. None of this feels right. I just want life to go back to normal. And... I mean, with you me, know, it's... It's a tricky situation because... It's it's not just me wanting the movie theaters back. It's, I, it's a lot more is, than that. I've had somebody close to my family pass away due to COVID. I'm not going to say who it is for the sake of privacy. But I've had someone close to my family by the way due to COVID. And so, and I've had people within my family test positive for COVID as well. And it's tricky because the person that did pass away, he was already older, you know. And so, unfortunately, with older people, they're not very well suited for handling these kinds of Sick or these kinds of viruses and sicknesses, right? But at the same time, it, it's 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 a very tricky road for me because a part of me understands the need for it because I've been affected by it. But another part of me is like, look, I get that um, things are gonna happen, and unfortunately, it happened to someone close to me and my family and my world, right? 
But at the same time, I can't continue living in fear of it, right? What happens is out of my control, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I still need to be safe about it, but at the same time, I can't be too safe to where I'm only doing more harm to myself than good, if that makes sense. And the other thing is, I I just feel like a lot of people... A lot of people care more about themselves than they care about other people. And I want people... I was saying, I feel like a lot of people care more about themselves than they do about other people. And uh, I feel people care more about their opinions and the cause than they do about themselves and anybody else. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And some people, I th- I feel like a lot of people enjoy being able to say, hey, you need to be wearing your mask. Hey, you need to like stay six feet away from me. People love isolating themselves. People love saying what you can and can't do. And it gives people exactly. a sense of power whenever you can say like, hey... You need to be doing this. And I guess, and, and that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of, like, non-conservative people don't like conservative, because conservative views and values are primarily focused on themselves and their families, nobody else. Because what they're worried about is like success and the safety of their families and themselves. It's selfish thinking. But yeah. with a lot of liberal views, it's the greater good of everybody else, not just you. You don't matter. The the mind, the what's how do I put this together? The safety and mental well-being of everybody else is above your mental well-being of yourself and your family. We worry about the whole, not one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that I understand, but I feel like that's why I'm moderate because I can appreciate the values of worrying about the community as a whole whether it's my country the world doesn't matter i value that i respect that but at the same time you can't expect me to put those things ahead of myself and my family you know what i'm saying that's why i'm in the middle because as much as i want to work as much as i do worry about the world and the people my family comes first Exactly. I don't know you. You don't know me. Right? For those of you listening, if I don't know you directly, I don't know you. I don't know you exist. I'm not saying that you're nothing. Personally, I don't know you exist. And you don't know, you didn't know I existed until you started listening to this podcast. So we live through life not thinking about other people because we don't know them. So as much as I want to worry about the well-being and safety of the world with corona and all that i have to worry about my family first Mm. because i don't have connections to y'all yeah my only connection to you is this mic and this platform that we're using to speak our minds that's my only connection to you my real connections are you riley your family my family our other friends families right those are our connections they mean more and hold more value to us than a random person in Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying their life is less than ours. I'm just saying our click means more to us than that person in Wisconsin. Yeah. And that's okay. Because I'm sure their click means more to them than we do to them. No, and I get that. It's it's tricky. Because we're we're in a battle of me versus everybody. Which is better, me or everybody? Which is better, my own 
safety in my family or the safety of the world and the well-being of the world? What's more important? It just it just depends on how you prioritize things. But I've just been more upset about this whole COVID thing destroying jobs and destroying families. It's it's really upsetting how some people have just been living on the street because of it. Some people, not everybody, but Yeah. But again it it just it sucks, but that's how it is everywhere around the world. If it's not COVID it's war. If it's not war it's famine. If it's not famine it's an economic downfall. The world's just flawed. That's why in Prometheus the <laughs> engineers are like, Yo, y'all humans are trouble. We're gonna destroy you now. We made you, we're going to destroy you. Because y'all are too much trouble. Yeah, really? Why, Scott was on his shit, dude. Why did we have to watch Prometheus before having this conversation? Know, but think about it. A lot of the, a lot of what really Scott does in Alien, he tried to show the true nature of human beings he in does. those movies. Not human being mentally-wise. We're talking human beings in the rawest animalistic form, instinctive forms. The way we act with each other when shit goes down. I mean, I see it at the job that I work at. I work at a VR place, right? I'm not going to mm-hmm. say the name, but I work at a VR place. And people game with each other and whatnot. And when shit goes down and those zombies are coming at you, you can clearly tell which one's the leader, which one's the follower, who takes charge, who doesn't. You can clearly tell how people are, right? You can't really judge someone... On how they are until shit hits the fan and how they react. Yeah. And a lot of the times, again, it's the fight or flight response. We see that on social media. You got the people who, when their beliefs are challenged, they attack. And their response is, long paragraph. Attacking you, attacking you. You're wrong, this and that. You're bullshit. You're racist, you're sexist, this and that, right? And then you got people that, do the flight response was like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Delete Twitter. Delete. I'm not saying you're the flight. I'm just saying there are people who can't handle that. And so they fly. They lose their account. They do whatever to avoid it. Same thing. It's just the thing about Twitter is as good as, or not Twitter, but just social media. As good as social media has done to allow people to have a voice. It's also allowed people to have an opinion on other people's opinions and allows them to say whatever they want to. I just feel like it's divided us more than it's brought us together. And the thing is, I, I, I like people being able to connect with fans, whether it's, you know, actors or singers or just whatever. But there's so much destruction within that and... People are getting canceled for stupid reasons. People, You can get canceled for anything nowadays. But now people are starting to crack down on it a little bit more. But my way of thinking is I like to think... Basically, I pretend that I'm from older generation and my generation. By that, I mean, like I said, I avoid social media, this, this, and that. But I'm also accepting of a lot of new ideas, like... A lot of new things that go on today, like, I don't care if you're gay or trans or whatever, I'm cool with it. And that's something that mostly comes from our generation. Some of the older generations cool with it, and I'm cool with, you know, different laws now that have changed 
that some of the older generations probably aren't cool with. But I still prefer to be open-minded, which a lot of people aren't today. And I like to basically, you know, stay away from all the social media stuff, like I said. The thing is, in order to be open-minded, you have to accept the fact that what you believe in and what you know could be wrong. All of it could be wrong. I know. And people don't like that. People like to believe that what they know is how it is. And if it challenges that and they're proven wrong, they don't know what to do. Because they live their entire life believing one thing. And then it's gone. Like, so it's fucking it's, participation trophies. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm just going to get rewarded by just doing something. And once somebody realizes just doing something isn't enough, they don't know how to handle that shit because they never experienced it. The same with social media. It's like if you surround yourself and you follow all these people who believe and say the exact same thing you do, it's a complete culture shock when someone says, nah, that's fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, why a lot of religious people and atheist people clash. Because there's a lot of things that Christians say you can't really debunk. Or Muslims or Jews or whatever. There's a lot of things religious people say that we can't debunk. And a lot of things that non-religious people say that they can't debunk and so it it creates a lot of backlash because you're basically telling like hey everything you know is wrong and so when you do that you're like what's true then what's real am i real is this real am i in a simulation i don't fucking know but it's the idea of acknowledging that what you believe in can be wrong that scares a lot of people they don't like that Especially when you're so invested in what you believe in and you put your entire life behind it. And once it's taken away, you got nothing left. Think about it. A lot of these people, I'm not saying all gay, trans, and conservative people are like this. But a lot of people use the fact that they're gay as their personality. A lot of people use the fact that they're trans as their personality. That's who they are. So when you tell them, hey, actually, that's not how it works. There's biology. You got your chromosome X, Y means you're a boy. XX means you're a girl. Men have balls and penises. Women have vaginas and boobs and ovaries. You're like, nah, I can choose who I want to be. Because I think this way. I feel like I'm a boy. Well, that's actually, that's gender dysphoria. That's an actual mental condition where people perceive themselves as an opposite gender is an actual mental condition be taught throughout many, many years. It's been well known as a mental condition called gender dysphoria. That's what trans, that's what being trans is. People are like, no, it's how I feel. I'm a boy. Because everybody else tells me I'm a boy. Well, actually, no. And when you tell them that, they don't know how to handle it because they put their entire life behind that one idea. So when it gets debunked or it gets disproven or it gets challenged they don't know how to handle that and that's why they react the way they do with backlash harsh words yelling fighting that's just how it is and it's not like you're saying you're against someone being no whatever they want but if someone you know if you give somebody facts that's where people are like okay no yeah same like they're like i disagree it's like well it wasn't my opinion it was a fact Mm -hmm. i was telling you something that's it's based off of research Mm -hmm. like you go to conservatives like hey 
guns, I mean, they do cause a lot of problems. We do need a little more gun restriction laws. No, no, we don't. Well, I mean, you look at the recent rise in school shootings and active shooters around the world or in the U.S., um, whether it be pistols or rifles or whatnot, you can clearly tell that the accessibility of guns is a problem. So maybe we should cut down back on it a little bit just to make the world a lot safer. Well, no, 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 no. Don't take my guns away. I need to protect my family. I'm not saying you can't protect your family. I'm just saying we need to restrict it a little more so that the good people get and the bad people don't. No, don't take my guns away. It's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. People put their whole livelihoods behind their beliefs and values that when you challenge them or debunk them, people react in a very negative and hostile way. That's why Twitter and Instagram and all that, that's why they are the way they are. Because people, as much as, as, much as it's done a good job of connecting a lot of people around the world, it's also done a good job of making people associate themselves with a lot of people that believe and do what they do. Yeah. That's where that's where it went wrong. Not just that, a lot of the algorithms are to help you get more addicted to it. So when you're on Twitter, Instagram, people pay more attention to negative things than positive things. So whenever you're like, oh, fuck Ellen, no, 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 no. And then you get another article about Ellen and you get even more mad. Yeah. Fuck this and that. And then you get an article about... Hey, Ellen, or Elliot Page. We're gonna get canceled one day. Yeah, and then you're gonna, <laughs> get, and then you're gonna get another article about Elliot Page. You're like, fuck Elliot Page. And then you get an article about Ben Shapiro. Fuck Ben Shapiro. And then you get another one and another one. That's all you see because that's all you click. And so the algorithm on social media is like, oh, this is what they're interested in because they're always looking at it. So it just feeds more negativity into people's feed that they don't want to see. It just makes people more angrier and angrier and divided and more divided. It's That's just how it is. And it's it's terrible for you. And then people like us, we're in the middle. We don't get angry when our beliefs and our ideals are challenged. We're like, okay, why is it that my ideas and beliefs are wrong? Explain and it to me. You see, the thing is, is that by a lot of people's standards today, they think once you say something like that, once you're challenging someone else's beliefs, immediately people are like oh so you think that's gender dysphoria people are like that means you're transphobic you're homophobic you're sexist and you're probably racist because you hate so many people already you you probably are racist it's assumptions and the thing is like transphobic and homophobia that and people don't realize that phobia is an unhandleable fear of something how many times has someone called you like a white, uh, like a white person, like in an argument? Dude, so many people, bro. They're like, literally, the other day, it's like someone's like, well, you're white. You got a lot of white privilege. I'm like, nah, I'm Mexican. Well, you look white. I'm like, nah, I'm Mexican. Well, First you look of all, like, well, you're retarded. I'm not retarded. You look retarded. I shared a class with you in first grade. And I remember like... Okay, like, I remember seeing you, and I'm like, all right, this dude's Hispanic. <laughs> like, yeah. like, hola, como estas? Yeah. I don't have ears. I can't hear. Yeah, like, I don't really get how someone could confuse that. Probably because you're not, like, dark, dark, but, you know, like. Yeah. But. Most people th- see it from my hair, because my hair isn't yeah. typical Caucasian hair. Um, So that's the thing. And people are just like, okay, white males are the biggest target today. In terms of who you can cancel. 
you can, a lot of other people get canceled too, but my thing is a and, lot of the shit they're bitching about happened in the past. Yeah. You can't hold people of today responsible for the people of the past. You can't because they didn't go through it and they didn't do it. So you can't just hold a whole race accountable. If that's the case, we got a damn black people too. Because they were the ones selling their people to slave owners. African villages were raid other villages, taking those people as prisoners and sell them off to be slaves. And it's that's about, how they made their money. But people see it as a thing where it's like, it's about what comes... Uh, from American history, yeah. where's that happen in another dude? And continent? Europeans, white people were enslaved in the French during the French Revolution. White people were enslaved. People don't know about that. They don't teach it. But white people were slaves too. But no one talks about it. It's just the media is very twisted uh, in terms of what we see. Well, it's just white people, but, Indians, and it's like it's crazy. Every time we have this podcast, I feel like there's a. I, I feel like there's always, like, a target point on my head from, like, the future, basically. I don't know if that makes any sense, but what I'm trying to say is... You know I wanna, you know it's going to come up. I, I want to direct, you know, feature films one day. You know, I made short films in the past, but one day I'd, I'd like to make another... Uh, well, not another feature film, but I'd love to make my first feature film with a big, you know, cast and crew and stuff like that. And probably wouldn't make it to the theaters, but I'd still love to make my own movie one day and i feel like if i made a name for myself people would be like all right let's look at the deaf cast let's look at every episode oh he said the thing about gender dysphoria i just said like a fact about it. well i didn't talk about gender dysphoria. you you're the one that brought yeah, it up but, but like but you know i think at one point in one of the episodes i said i don't understand trans people what i meant by that was that i don't understand how it all came up and how people have a different way of thinking now because it was never like this before. And again, I don't, I've met people that are trans and I'm, I'm never like, so, uh, why are you doing this? I'm never, I, I immediately call them like by what they want to be called. It's a whatever. respect thing. Yeah. I may disagree with it, but I'm not going to disrespect you for it. That's the thing is once you learn to be open-minded, then you can actually just go along with your day. And if you told me that you want to be called like r2d2 if you want to be called r2d2 bro i'd call you r2d2 that's actually really? pretty dope yeah bro i love you thank you i got you bro but damn that made me feel happy now i know what okay i'm not i'm not gonna take the joke even further but hey i can be c3po i don't care bro r2d2 and c3po are the best duo in cinema history oh yeah but people are sensitive and this is like a topic that we're probably gonna be talking about for a long time, but it's a reoccurring topic because there's always something going on about it. Yeah, and it's what keeps us relevant and gets us views. So deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun to trigger people a little bit. A little bit, but I don't do to, it on purpose in a way just to piss people off. No, I mean whenever I made the Avengers video for okay, yeah. for my channel, in a sense, I was trying to trigger people a little bit. <laughs> Because Marvel fans were getting to, like, what pisses me off is when people are like, this is the greatest moment in cinema history. I'm like, bitch, I have a whole list of good movies, and Endgame's not on that list. A good movie doesn't require, like, millions and millions of dollars to be 
amazing. It requires. I think one of the greatest moments in cinema history was Heath Ledger's Joker. That That's was one of moment. the greatest moments in cinema history. It was, and that wasn't like the millions that they spent on Endgame. That was just a scene where two people were arguing with each other, like the interrogation scene in the in the Dark Knight. Acting that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All it required was some makeup, some costumes, and the mood a, being set, the room, and the score, and all that. There's a lot that goes into it for sure, but what I'm trying to say is. There's no special effects there. It was, it was all just, in the writing. It was all in the writing. It was just two people going at each other. It was the acting too. It's people don't understand or, that. If we want to talk one of the greatest moments in cinema history, let's take it all the way back to where some of the greatest moments started. I'm talking the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The first movie to introduce color in film. Back when people were doing practical effects. I liked back when people were being creative mm-hmm. with what they had. Mm-hmm. And to me, practical effects often, not in everything, but a lot of things, practical effects look better. That's why I love the Alien movies, because there's not a lot of CGI attached to the movies. Mm -mm. It just felt so real, because everything was naturally made and whatnot. Exactly. Unless you're talking about movies like Avatar. That's a different kind of monster within itself. But even then, Avatar Avatar was a big feat in cinema history. Yeah, it's about doing something new. And the thing is, even if there isn't something new, I still like watching movies that are just entertaining. I like some movies where I can just tune out and just enjoy it. Like, yeah, I'm going to go see Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm sure the story is going to be like, well, King Kong has a bigger dick than Godzilla, and Godzilla is pissed about that. So I'm now like, they're yeah, going to fight right. it out. He does have a, like, what the fuck is that? And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like, like yeah. go, go Godzilla, let's Yeah, go. that's what I'm saying. Like, the story could be dog shit but i'm gonna be like all right i want to see them beat the shit out of exactly each other. And, and then we gotta watch that on, well we don't have to watch it on hbo max but depends on if our theater stays open yeah but you want to watch that in theater you want to watch that in a theater the i want to see people's wearing team kong shirts and team godzilla shirts well we gotta bring it back that should be the new team edward team jacob <laughs> like i want to watch the shit movie just for the pure action of it and I just want to cry and go watch the Stars Born. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like movies with a lot of depth, um, a lot of really well written characters, good story. I like the low budget films, but like I said, every now and then I just like going to see something stupid that's just pure action. I can just tune out and just enjoy myself, and no then go watch. Like Endgame, because it's stupid and just full of action. Oh yeah. shit! But <laughs> wait a minute, I'm gonna get hit a lot of heat. For that thing is i enjoyed parts of endgame i thought it was entertaining but i also just thought it was really childish fat thor really that's the best you he can played do, fortnite huh he played fortnite i know and i was like oh so they hate it. they hate the writing <laughs> <laughs> they said fuck this movie we're gonna make billions let's yeah. make them fat and have them play fortnite not and just you know that. what let's have hulk dab not just that they're like hmm we didn't beat Avatar. You know what we're going to do? We're going to release it again. Avatar? No. Endgame. Oh, yeah. They released it twice just to beat Avatar. Like, Avatar 2 ain't ready with the dick getting warmed up. It's like, hold up. Bro, Avatar 2, I think, will actually destroy Endgame. A lot. First week. Well, actually. First week, it'll destroy it. First Dude, week. It depends on the theaters. 
James Cameron, you know he wants Avatar 2 in theaters. He does. I believe it. I'm holding I wanna, on to James Cameron, Christopher I wanna, Nolan. I want to see Scott. Avatar again in IMAX 3D. Yeah. That was whenever I first saw that as a kid, Mind I was blowing. like, "What the Mind fuck?" Mind blowing. Those movies were that movie was amazing, dude. Even watching it now, you're just like, you can't help but be like, "Wow." It's so dope. But I don't know. Again, it all depends on whether people want to stay scared and be better off huddled up inside or if they're willing to take chances and try to make the world or at least try to get the world back to what it somewhat used to be i think a lot of people are okay with letting things change and i i think change is normal and it's good but in terms of the movie movie industry nah i i think the theaters are very important maybe maybe they're just more important to me let me ask you something riley Every movie that deals with the future, how many theaters do you see? Hmm? Every movie that deals with the future, how often do you see a movie theater in there? Not often. Probably never. Exactly. Because why go to the movie when you got flying cars? Why go to the movie when you have holograms? Movies are important to me, bro. I know they're important. Don't, I'm just don't saying. crush me like that. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm playing devil's advocate. Like, think about it. Once the future comes, there's going to be a lot more things that will entertain people than a movie theater. Why would I have to go to a building with 50 other people to watch a movie when I can just do it from my hologram at home? What I want one day is my own home theater, and I hope that becomes something that's like more accessible for people. Because having that is just something that's really nice. I mean, I'd be cool if it goes to streaming platform if I had my own theater. But mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But what does that say for diners? Diners? You know what I'm saying? Diners. Where people go to a diner to eat and whatnot. Or restaurants. I mean, where everything's going down to mobile orders. Eventually, sit uh, lounge and restaurants aren't going to be a thing. Eventually, possibly. First is movies, then it's restaurants, then it's bars. They keep trickling down. I'm just saying. Like the more things, like Keurig is making a fucking machine, or made a machine that makes mixed drinks for you. Why the fuck do I want to go to a bar if I can have mojitos and fucking old fashioned made for me by my Keurig at home? You know what I'm saying? That one I get. But, but again, but sometimes more, going to a bar is fun. Yeah, it's more exciting. Especially a sports bar. Yeah. That camaraderie, we're losing that in today's world because people are now getting used to being at home alone. And what people don't understand is the next generation is growing up at home, not able to go out in the world. They're not getting that human interaction that's important for developmental life. It's going to fuck a lot of people up. Exactly. Exactly. Welp, let's prepare for the apocalypse. I saw one crazy thing that said, like, maybe one of the Mayans was dyslexic and they meant to put 2021. No, it, 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 they said 2020 was the end of the world. They, they missed it by six years. Or no, eight years. It was about to be 2012, but they misread it. And it's supposed to be 2020 was the end of the world. Well, it's December right now. Exactly. So they got it wrong again. Or did it? 
bro, I want to have Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, bro, what if Santa, Santa gives just everybody like, COVID? Ooh, <laughs> he goes to everybody's house and gives everybody COVID. But Santa was Santa real. Claus canceled. Santa was real this whole time, except he was an. They're trying to cancel Santa because he's not a woman and he's not gay or trans. We'll save that for the next podcast. Thanks no, we're talking about the- this now. Who, fucking Santa Claus, bro. He's imaginary. What you getting mad at for? People are going to be like, um, the Easter Bunny doesn't have titties, and I'm kind of pissed about that. How are people cracking down on people on slavery and shit, and then there's Santa Claus as elves? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please go follow uh, Mr. Cinematic on YouTube. That's Riley's channel. Yeah. Uh, I believe we're going to be having a video coming out next week. Yes. Cool. I'll probably um, try to get out as soon as I can. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, please give us a subscribe. You also have a Patreon at DevCast if you want to support us there. Also, we would like to have more guests on the podcast. So please let us know. Um, if you follow us or know any of our socials, just let us know. Or yeah. Bye. Bye.